Welcome to Catholic Truth. In this video, we are going to be debunking Ray Comfort and Living Waters. We are going to be debunking all three of these people in one video. And all over the internet, Catholics have been asking us to debunk Ray Comfort and his teachings against the Catholic Church. And so we are. And this is part one of this video. It was so long, we had to cut it into two parts. So our next video on this topic will be, do Catholics worship Mary? And obviously we don't, but Ray Comfort and Living Waters thinks we do. So we will be talking about that in a future video. While they're nice, and while they sincerely mean well and sincerely care for Catholics, and they are very respectful, and I appreciate that, they're also sincerely wrong. They're wrong about Catholicism, they're wrong about the Bible, and they're wrong about history. It's so sad that so many Protestants just don't know history. They have a vague, vague overview of history, but they get so much of it wrong. So in this video, we're going to be debunking Ray Comfort and Living Waters all in one video. Get ready. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Truth, your place to know the Catholic truth, exactly what the Catholic Church teaches, and why. We want Catholics to know, love, and live their Catholic faith with passion, and to love Jesus Christ with passion, and to be transformed by Him. I don't get any money for saying this, but I love this shirt, and I love Proud Catholic Company. If you're looking for good Catholic t-shirts, check it out. You might not even notice what it's saying right away. A lot of people don't, but it's a great shirt, and it starts a lot of conversations, and I highly recommend Proud Catholic Company. I will link them down below. Don't get a penny for uh, saying this, but I just wanted to let you know about my friends over at that company. We are going to be looking at a particular video by Ray Comfort. Uh, called Do Catholics Worship Mary? And the obvious answer for them is yes. The obvious answer for Catholics is no, we don't worship Mary. And so we're going to be taking clips of this video and we're going to be listening to what Ray Comfort and the other two men say about Catholics and the Catholic Church. To be fair, they do get some things right about the Catholic Church and its teachings, which is rare for Protestants to do, but they get many, many more things wrong. So we're going to discuss these right now. Could you give a summation, a synopsis of the Reformation? Right. The Reformation was essentially the split between Roman Catholicism and, and what we know today as Protestantism. And the, 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 the term Protestantism comes obviously from the root word to protest. Mm. And basically Martin Luther, who was at that time a, a doctor of theology within the Roman Catholic Church uh, and who was you know, kind of a, a real passionate individual, came to a point where he started to realize that there were certain things within Catholicism, within its dogmas, within its traditions that conflicted with what he found in Scripture. And so that ended up, and, and he wasn't the first, and he wasn't the only, of course, but it kind of climaxed in the 1500s with Martin Luther when finally he nailed what's known as the, the 99th Thesis to the church door in Wittenberg uh, and the 95th Thesis and launched a, a reformation which has reverberated throughout the earth. And that became the official split these Protestants say that Martin Luther came across things as he was reading the Bible, which, of course, he read the Bible before, and he's read the Bible many times. He was instructed by the Catholic Church to teach the Bible. So it's not like he was off in a tower and just secretly reading it and discovered all of these things against the Catholic Church. No, that's not what happened, and we'll come back to that in a second. But they said that Luther came across in the scriptures things that contradicted the scriptures. But that's not actually accurate. What's more accurate to say is that Martin Luther came across things in the scripture that he thought contradicted the Catholic Church. But really, it was only his erroneous 
interpretation of Scripture, his own personal interpretations of Scripture, that disagreed with the Catholic Church. I mean, the Catholic Church has taught what all of the earliest Christians taught, and Christians taught down through the centuries, and Martin Luther developed and invented this new novel teaching that he brought into Christianity. And in fact, it's an interpretation that many Protestants disagree with. Many Protestants will say Luther is wrong about W, X, Y, and Z. And so Protestants don't even agree with each other. But isn't that Protestantism in a nutshell? Luther thought the Catholic Church was wrong based on his own personal and fallible interpretation of the Bible. And he broke away from the Catholic Church. And it wasn't long before Calvin disagreed with him and Zwingli disagreed with them and so on and so on. And by the time Luther died, there were over 200 new Protestant sects that have been started, all claiming to be right, all claiming to go by the Bible, and every person seemed to be interpreting the Bible their own way and coming up with different teachings and beliefs and theologies. And many of these theologies will say Luther is wrong. And why? Because they think so. Their personal denomination thinks so. Their personal reading of the Bible says so. But many people say that those people are wrong. And why are they wrong? Oh, because I say so. I personally think they're wrong based on my own fallible and erroneous interpretation of Scripture. Today, there are thousands of denominations that all have differing theologies, different teachings, different beliefs. They're all, and they all say they go by the Holy Spirit. They all, oh, well, the Holy Spirit leads me. You have to pray to the Holy Spirit. Well, they all pray to the Holy Spirit, and yet they all come up with contradictory beliefs. Is that what Christ started? Or did Christ start one church, one faith, one hope, one baptism, one, 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 one set of doctrine? Not this competing denomination. This is not what Christ wanted. And either the Holy Spirit is really confused, or these man-made religions are really confused. This man goes on to erroneously say that Luther nailed the 95 Thesis to the door, and this started the Catholic and Protestant split. But nothing could be farther from the truth. Luther was still a Catholic when he nailed the 95 Theses to the door in Wittenberg. And Protestants be like, whoa, did you see what Luther did? He threw a bomb into the church. He nailed those Theses. He made a statement and told Rome they were wrong. And Protestants have no idea most of the time that nailing Theses and things like that to doors was so common back in the day. Everybody did it. Luther wasn't the first one to do it, and he wasn't the last one to do it. Many, many, many people used to nail things to doors to make statements. It's kind of like you lose your dog, and then you put a sign on all of the light posts going down the street. Or you might just put it on one on your street just in case someone saw the dog, but you're putting it up to let people know. And Luther was letting people know some of the problems that he had with the Catholic Church. He didn't even fully reject indulgences at this time. He was still faithful to the Pope this time. He was still a Catholic. So this man said that this was the moment that the Protestants and Catholics split, and that's entirely inaccurate. And not only is it inaccurate, but I've rarely met a Protestant that even knows about John Tetzel's 156 theses back to Luther, correcting many of Luther's errors found in his 95 theses, correcting many of his exaggerations, and some of his just theological inaccuracies. It, I mean, it shows that he wasn't trained all that well. And he did make a lot of mistakes and they wrote those out. He had 126 and then 50 more just kind of pulling apart all of Luther's arguments. And nobody's read those, but they should because they make a lot of sense and they're really, really good. So the bottom line is that Catholics and Protestants, they didn't split at this time. They were still one church. And this man in the video Mr. Living Waters, he's very confused on this subject, apparently. And I don't mean any offense to him, but many of the people at Living Waters are very confused.
Next, this man says that Luther launched the Reformation. He launched the Reformation against the Catholic Church, but he didn't launch a Reformation. That's the farthest thing from the truth. Luther didn't reform anything, not a single thing. He didn't make any reform. And in fact, all he did was make things worse. All he did was divide the body of Christ. In fact, Jesus said there is only one body. And in John 17, he prayed to the Father that they all may be one as he and the Father are one so that people could see the church and believe in God. But now we have thousands of bodies. Christ is the head of the church, which is his body. There is only one Christ who is the head, and there is only one body, the Catholic church. The church that Jesus started is his body. And when Luther broke away to start another body, which is impossible, and Calvin started another one, and Zwingli started another one, and now there's thousands, there's not thousands of bodies. Luther left the body of Christ. He divided the body of Christ, and schism is one of the biggest condemnations in the Bible. So he didn't reform anything. All he did was make things worse, and all he did was clash with the church and became incredibly angry and obstinate and fiery when he met resistance and when he met obstacles. I mean, St. Francis de Sales and St. Teresa of Avila, St. John of the Cross, many Catholic saints who actually did reform the church, they met with the same obstacles. They met with the same difficulties and evils that Martin Luther did. But Martin Luther was an angry, vicious man who wasn't the right man for the job. He had great intentions. He was right that reform was needed, but he didn't reform anything. St. Francis de Sales, John of the Cross, they all reformed the church. John of the Cross was unfairly put in prison for nine months because he was trying to reform the church, and they didn't like his holy living, and they didn't want their evil to be exposed but he escaped and he ended up reforming the church anyways because that's what saints do. Rebels, they cause more problems, division and things from the devil. But reformers actually reform the church and their lives reflect Christ. So he is a tremendously sincere Catholic who was extremely penitent. He used to spend hours in the confessional Absolutely. each day, and he opened the scriptures at Romans, and it said that Joshua lived by faith, and it was like light came to him from scripture. And when he realized he didn't have to strive to earn God's favor, it was given to him, imputed in Christ. God, salvation was a free gift. Absolutely. And it was like a weight off his shoulders, and all he did was turn to the Catholic Church and say, this is what the Bible says, and he was hounded. Right. Ray Comfort and the Living Waters guys go on to say that Luther was a very penitent man, extremely penitent. In fact, they said he spent hours and hours in the confessional each week, which is true. But that's actually bad. That's not a good thing. It's not that necessarily he was just penitent. He suffered from a mind obsession called scrupulosity, where he never thought God was happy with him. He never thought he was good enough. No matter how much good he did, God was never pleased with him. And so he always thought that he was sinning against God all the time. No matter what he did, he was sinning, 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 and he was bad, bad, bad. And in fact, it was so bad in his life that every time he saw a picture of Jesus, he writes that he he wished that he saw Satan himself because Satan was less fearful than God to him. Now, that's a huge problem. And it wasn't because of Catholic teachings. It wasn't because of the Catholic Church, because none of his priestly brothers struggled with this. No Catholic in the Augustinian monks struggled with this. And in fact, they tried to help Luther through it, and they tried to counsel Luther through it. Even his superior used to meet with him and talk about the love of Jesus and the mercy of Jesus. And his brothers did too. But, you know, 
he just had such a scrupulosity, which is a disorder of the mind. And most people, even Protestant scholars, think that it came from his father because he was such a harsh, hard man. And he used to be extremely hard on Luther. And that hurt little Luther. And he ended up projecting that anger and that fierceness onto God. And he could never see God as loving. And that's a tragedy. And I feel bad for Luther. And it made him the person he was. And it made him the person who wasn't capable of reforming a church, even though he had good ideas and good intentions to do so. Ray Comfort goes on to say that Luther opened a Bible and saw the line in Romans where it says, the just man shall live by faith. And then he realized that it's a free gift of God and that you don't have to earn it, except that the Catholic Church has taught that for 2,000 years. You can't earn salvation. We have many videos on that, so I'm not going to go into it. But the Catholic Church teaches you can't earn salvation. And anyone who thinks that, oh, well, you do good works, that means you earn salvation, you have no idea what the Catholic Church teaches or what the meaning of good works are. But it's true, the Bible does say we are saved by faith, but it doesn't say we are saved by faith alone. In fact, Luther became so pig-headed that he added the word alone to Romans 3.28 in his German edition. He added, so it says you are saved by faith alone apart from the works of the law. And people jumped on him for this, especially the Catholic Church, because Protestants were like, you can't add or subtract from the Word of God. And yet he added to the Word of God. He thought he was above the Word of God. In fact, he wanted to take out seven New Testament books. He wanted to take away from the Word of God. And this is the man who's supposed to be the glorious reformer who did all these godly things. He was adding and subtracting from the Word of God itself. So when the Catholic Church called out Luther— for adding to the Word of God, he said, if papists make such a big stink of me adding the Word alone, tell them straight away that Dr. Martin Luther will have it so. Papists and asses are the same thing. Literally, if you read Martin Luther's life, he doesn't have great arguments. He just insults everybody and curses and tells people where they can go and their heads are up there and, you know, so on and so on. But this is his response, that papists and donkeys are the same thing. And... Okay, so you add to the Word of God and you don't acknowledge it. That is incredibly, incredibly problematic. And I think even honest Protestants would say, yeah, that's pretty bad. The problem is that the Bible never says we are saved by faith alone. It says we are saved by faith, yes, Luther, but not faith alone, which is why James 2.24 says we are not saved by faith alone. Yes, it says that we are not saved by faith alone. The only time the words faith and alone are used next to each other, and it says we are not saved by faith alone. And we just did a whole video debunking Wretched Radio and that Wretched podcast, Uh, and so you can see our whole treatment of James and Paul on there. But the Bible teaches faith, and the Catholic Church teaches salvation by faith, but not by faith alone. The key word is alone. Ray Comfort says he's hounded by Catholics and others for pointing out this truth about Luther and about the Catholic Church. But what he doesn't tell you is that this is Luther's own personal interpretation. And how do we know Luther's right? Is Luther God? And many Protestants disagree with Luther, as we've already said. Calvinists disagree with Luther and many of the things that he taught in the Bible. And so do Presbyterians and Baptists, and many others. The truth is, Luther invented doctrines based off his own whims, not by the Bible. He was going off his own personal interpretation of the Bible and not what all Christians down through the centuries interpreted as the Bible since the time of Christ, which is why he cursed and insulted the earliest Christians too many times. Oh, you want to use the early church fathers? Well, they're, you know, just the same as you, and I'm not going to use all his curse words, but 
he was a problem. I mean, he literally just insulted everyone who disagreed with him. He had a fiery rage and he never listened to anybody. And that's why he went down. But it came back to bite him because everybody who broke away from the Catholic Church with Luther started to take Luther's theology seriously. They said, we can go by the Bible alone. We don't need a pope. We don't need church. We don't need kings. We don't need anybody except ourselves. We just need us and the Bible. That's all you need. And Protestants would be like, yay, amen. I mean, many Protestants watching this might be amen. But the problem with that is that Luther regretted it immediately because many of the people started coming up with these crazy, wacky interpretations. And Luther himself would try to correct these people, including many peasants who he thought were just mutilating the Bible, really. But they told him to get out of their face. Every time Luther tried to correct them, they'd be like, get away from me. I can interpret the Bible. That's your main doctrine that you started. And now you're telling me I can't. I'll come up with my own opinions and and Luther got frustrated. In fact, he's quoted in saying that every Sally girl and plowboy thinks that he can interpret this book. There are as many theologies, he said, as there are heads. There are as many theologies now as there are heads, and nobody even listens to reason anymore. Everybody considers himself a doctor, and we're going to have to go back to the councils of the Catholic Church to get it all sorted out. Scattered. You literally destroyed it. You destroyed it, Luther. It's not the church anymore. There was basically one church for 1,500 years, and you, Luther, destroyed that. This is your fault. You're the cause of division. You're the cause of confusion, and confusion is not of God, so what you have done is not from God. And he said he would be tormented by these thoughts. Rightly so. In fact, these thoughts were right that he did start these divisions, and it's hugely problematic and things that these Protestants are like, yay, he found faith. He got away from the Catholic Church, and they ignore everything else because of the moral relativism within Protestants. Oh, we all just believe in Jesus. Yay. No. Not, based on the principle of non-contradiction alone, they can't all be right. They all disagree with each other, even on basic tenets of Protestant theology. But yeah, at the heart of it was, was salvation by faith alone, you know, through Christ alone, Amen. by grace. And so, uh, so that, that basically, in a nutshell, is what the Reformation is about. The man says that Luther discovered that we are saved by faith alone through Christ alone, except that the Bible doesn't actually say we're saved by faith alone. It says we are saved by works and not by faith alone in James 2.24. We are not saved by faith alone. We are not saved by works alone. You can't work your way to heaven. You need both. You need a working, obedient, living faith. Many people brought works up to Luther and said, you're not saved by faith alone. The Bible contradicts that. And he hated the book of James so much that he said he felt like throwing Jimmy into the fire. Not even the book of James. He wanted to throw Jimmy into the fire because it was disproving his doctrine of faith. And he didn't even want to deal with it. I mean, Luther literally wanted to get rid of seven New Testament books. He didn't even consider the book of Revelation inspired or Hebrews. How can a man who's supposedly loving the Bible and the champion of the Bible Bible, getting rid of books of the Bible, saying, I don't even think they're inspired. That is how he thinks he's over God. And many of his quotes seem to think so as well. It's it's absolutely mind-blowing that people would follow Luther at all. And even many Protestants were frustrated with him back in the day and knew of his antics and how he was. 
Thank you so much for watching today. Please help share this video. Please leave a comment down below. Please like and please share. All three of these things help to make these videos more popular. So tune in for more awesome Catholic apologetics in the future and thanks for listening. Hi everyone, my name is Kate. I'm the video editor here at Catholic Truth and I just wanted to say on behalf of all of us, thank you so much for taking some time to watch our videos and learn more about your faith. You guys really make this channel possible and we truly appreciate you being here. So thanks again and God bless.